Okay, yeah, I'm gonna record. I like a little soft intro. Hi! Almost Modern Live. A podcast so butch, so massive. Almost Modern Live. A podcast. Are we surprised? No, but do we expect it? Yes. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. What? Like, maybe not. No. <laughs> was that as good for you as it was for me? Yeah, no. Oh, boy. Oh, Apple's sending me notifications about a new Apple original. Anything interesting? Stories behind icons who've changed lives from Spike Lee to Big Bird. Dear. Thrilling. Thrilling. No. It's been a week. And it's only Tuesday. Oh, yeah. We're recording on Tuesday today because. Yes. Well, it was a a holiday. It was a holiday. I also, like, went into a, like, three-day-long depression. It was great. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it until I was like talking to my sister and like, I don't know if anyone else gets like this, but like, it felt like my mouth was like full of marbles when I was trying to talk. So Hmm. it's just like slow. Um, (laughs) Sucks. But we're here now. Yeah. And this is the show that we do. Yes. About gay shit. Anyway. Are you waiting? Am I? Are you trying to get me to? Is, yep. you, am I supposed to do something? Is it? You, is this frustrating for you? Um, am I supposed to say like, "Hi, I'm Tyler," and I'm Andy, and this is and this is Homo's Modern Life. Life. We're recording this one on uh, a boat. <laughs> A podcast about how we record this on a different platform today. Thank so God. it uh, is a bit easier. I think the audio yeah. sounds a little bit better. We're using Zoom as... Yeah, because, uh, you know, everybody's doing it. Yeah. We also jumped on that Skype. Zoom wagon. Um, I'm tired. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, so it hasn't been that much of a... a whole week for me because i didn't i'm off work Mm -hmm. uh today and tomorrow so nice i extended my memorial day weekend Mm -hmm. because whatever work's been work was real crazy there for a bit and then kind of it you know slowed down it's very seasonal like that i love that i love that for you it's great um i'm in the middle of an event so i'm quite the opposite now in the event and i've taken on this new like role or new it's kind of something this position was always supposed to do but like we just haven't had time for me to try to do it and so i feel like i've been prepping for that and my first like virtual event and i always get like antsy a week before an event too especially now because i'm just so used to like trying to like do things like you know i'm in the office or staying late or like prepping tables and stuff and so it feels like i'm missing all this stuff i'm supposed to do but like there's so little i can actually do for this because really it's just making sure that people have their content and right 
making sure it goes. So like I literally all, I literally it goes down to like, I am strictly coordinating and that is it. <laughs> to where right. I, I used you to like execute much do stuff. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Well, work, it man. Ugh. Work. Um, but I did go up to the office yesterday again. It was very weird just cause I had to like print like 200 pages of stuff. So I was like, Oh, not doing that home. And oh. again, I just kind of like walked well, around. Your toner is worth more than that. Yeah. I will waste say all your cyan on that. I will say the nice thing is there is still a refrigerator full of diet Dr. Peppers and regular Dr. Peppers up there. Just did you take for the taking. No. Cause if I do, then I'll just like knock them all back. I have no self-control. Yeah. So I can't, this is why I had to buy snack sizes because if I get like the full bag, they're like, this is 16 servings. And I'm like, so sit down once and eat it all? Question mark. <laughs> yeah. It's why I don't really keep um, Dr. Pepper in the house for the most part. I, you know, once quarantine started, I was kind of like, mm, let's give ourselves a break and keep a 12 pack of Dr. Pepper in the house at a time. And I'll just like put two in the fridge at a time so that I'll only, you know, have one a day. Yeah. No but warm I just, Dr. Peppers. We don't do that here. No, I just finished the 12 pack that I had in the house and I'm like, mm, should I buy another one or I just don't know. Is it time you... that, that we're done treating ourselves because we're in quarantine? I don't know how you drink like, like I used to always drink the regular sodas and now I just feel like, I, and I have such a sweet tooth. I do. Like, I will knock back a whole bag of candy, but like drinking a real soda, like not a diet, not zero or anything, but like a real soda just like makes me sick to my stomach now. Mm. Interesting. Like, it's I can't. so refreshing to me after a meal. I can't remember the last time I drank a whole Dr. Pepper. Crazy. Like, oh. But yeah. So why are you, what are you doing with all this uh, spare time off? Well, let's, we, let's talk about our weekend because we did get to hang out and see each other. We did. Uh, we went to Flamingo Liqueur. Yes. They were having a kind of grand opening party mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they were uh, grilling some stuff outdoors. Mm-hmm. A great local liquor shop. Um, it's on the corner of Knight and Throckmorton, something that like that. Right. If you're in Dallas, it's right, it's right up on Liquid Zoo. Um, yeah, you know, there are friends. If you see a man named Silas, tell him Homo's Modern Life sent you. See what he, see if he gives you a discount. Bet he, bet <laughs> he will. Bet he will. Bet. Uh, bet. We saw two men with the most fabulous masks we've ever oh seen. Oh my God. Like, uh, so decorative. They were like, iridescent rainbow sequin mm-hmm. like, it was like mermaid scale disco bandit yeah like crazy is that see a chandelier no it's a face mask it's, you know insane insane but yeah. you know to each their own and you know if mm. it protect i would rather you wear a mask just yeah. like you know mask mask on mask pros you know Exactly. Wrong episode. Uh, episode. Yeah, so we got some bottles uh, Mm -hmm. in support of our friend and Mm -hmm. uh, actually hung out for a little bit at your apartment. Yeah. 
Just for a which bit. is, um, you know, like, here's the thing, people. If we were smart, we would have just recorded then. Now that I'm thinking about it. Truly. Uh, <laughs> is that we've kind of been on the same level as far as our quarantining has gone. Mm-hmm. I feel like any time that you or I have been out of the house, it's been to go to the same places. Like yep. that goodbye picnic in the park or you know hanging out on top of jp's parking garage so for us to hang out with each other was not really no we've been like the most strict out of it all in our entire friend group for for sure yeah for sure so i felt with my time off i've been taking more long walks and hanging out in the park and stuff. I mean, I obviously didn't on Monday because it was just rain, 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 rain. Because mm-hmm. Lady Gaga said rain on me and it rained. So that was a, yeah, fuck you. Uh, fuck Lady Gaga for making it <gasps> rain all weekend. Oh, that's Because uh, all I could do was stay inside and just like... I also think that's One why of I... my friends, my friend that just moved to town was like, catch up on Riverdale. I want to talk to somebody about it. So that's what. Oh I'm my God, me. Me. I love Riverdale. I think I'm still like it's a season such, behind. Such a fucking drag. Oh no, I it's love so it. It's so hard for me to get through. I do not oh, like it. Tell, tell your boy, he's got a Riverdaler right here. Like, like I was literally, I was watching the season three premiere. Is right that before the, we started recording. The gar- gargoyles and goblins or what? G&G? Yes. That's yeah. a hard season. <clears throat> I will say that is a very hard season. Well, the, the first episode of season three, spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear spoilers for season three, episode one of Riverdale, skip forward in a minute. But like the first episode ends with Jughead finding two demon worshiping nerds mm-hmm. dead? Question mark. Mm-hmm. And then Betty sees her mom and sister like dangle the twins over fire and then they just float. Yeah, I will tell you and now. And then Betty has a seizure. I will tell you now, I don't think that is ever explained. Or at least as far as I've gotten in Riverdale. I'm like, I think I just started season five or something. I was like, I would say the show has jumped the shark. But at this point, they've been like fucking skipping around this aquarium. Yeah. Just like backhand springing over fish for two seasons now so why the fuck not make the twins float over fire yeah well i mean keep in mind sabrina is literally next door so like there is definitely magic in riverdale if there's magic in greendale or uh, right they've talked about people going to like going to greendale and getting murdered or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah so you know it definitely picks up like the magic of it all yeah, um, I, I will say one thing I am kind of excited about is so there's, you know, always kind of this time in any kind of like high school show where they have to go off to college and somehow they all magically go to the same college mm-hmm. and like just continues or like what Sabrina did where they Sabrina, the original Sabrina, I think did it really well, where they just like gave her new people. You know what I mean? Right. They're like, these are your college roommates now. Recast. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, but like other people could then still Harvey in, can but... Harvey still like came around. Yeah. Um, so what they're going to do is basically jump forward. So this is also to help them with like the ages of people. 
So they're going to jump because all these forward. people are literally in their 30s playing yep. 16 year olds. They're going to jump forward, skip college, and turn it into an adult murder show. So, kind of Ugh. everything they're doing, but like now they will be adults and still like crime solving and people dying, et cetera. Et cetera. That honestly makes it so much better already. Yeah, I'm super pumped about it, but I love Riverdale. I love, I love uh, Veronica. Um, and I love uh, uh, Betty. And you love Cheryl? Do you love Cheryl? Uh, I do love Cheryl. I like I kind Cheryl. Of, I love Cheryl, and I hate Cheryl. And then sometimes no, I'm just I like, always look forward annoying. to when Cheryl's going to be on my screen because I know she's going to make it interesting. Oh, wait until like. Uh, I do not find I do not find Betty interesting. <laughs> sometimes I find Veronica interesting. I do not find Archie interesting. I do not find Jughead interesting. <laughs> These are all dramatic, sad people who are only making themselves miserable. Um, I also love, and I forget his name, but his actor name is Melton. Uh, he's the one that ends up Kevin? working on okay. uh, Le Nuit in, uh, in her little underground. Have you gotten to her underground speakeasy yet? No, they just mentioned that at the end of season two, I think, when Veronica bought Pops. Pops. They yeah. were like, oh, did you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> there used to be a speakeasy. Yeah. So we Sorry. haven't gotten there yet, but it's been mentioned. I, I've seen it foreshadowed. Yeah. I think he's the guy. Uh, he's like the football player guy. And he kind of looks like Native American, Moose? maybe. Oh. No, Moose is also hot. Ugh. Joaquin? And, no, no. Anyway. Mm, Sweet Pea? No. He's Who's not as he's on a he's a regular student. He's one of the football players. He's the one that got recast, I think, actually. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mm, the new one. Eight. Yeah. I don't know. Something. Um, anyway, this is not a Riverdale watchcast. Um, nope. <laughs> we do have a Buffy watchcast. And Dan and I will be starting a Riverdale watchcast <laughs> now. You'll be tell so Dan, excited. Tell, tell Dan the show has been greenlit. Uh, great. And we begin production just to add to my plate, you know, why not? Yeah, I don't think you had enough. <laughs> I don't have enough to do. Uh, it's okay. I only uh, just posted uh, Buffy's episode today because I edited it. And Over it a week after we recorded it. Ooh, you know, you know, sometimes it happens. You know what? We're not one of those fancy podcast no. uh, funk functions. Uh, no, you- podcast studios where we record an entire season's worth of episodes ahead of time and then release them over the subsequent months. Absolutely not. No, this is a trash show and that's what you're here for. We like to keep it current. Yeah, keep it fresh. You know, with all those things Speaking that we're of doing every day. <laughs> Speaking of keeping it fresh, I guess it's time to move on to our main topic. But before Please. we do, um, I think... I'm going to go uh, pitch a tent in the woods um, and get ready for this. And uh, we'll be right back. Great. Cut. And we're back. Oh, we're back. We think. We hope this records. I'm trying something new. So we lose all of this. Yeah. It's not, we're not going to re-record it. It'll just be, this is the first nope. segment. That's it. It'll be the lost episode. Yep. The lost, literally lost. 
Um, so what are we talking about today, Andy? What's we're talking about? What's, what's the tea? What's the, what are we, are we going to the woods? Are we, are we going to, are we going to pitch a tent? Are we going to build a campfire? We're going to make s'mores. Because what? We're we're going camping. Yeah, we're going summer camp, summer camp, you know? Yeah. Okay. Wait, hold on. You're talking about two different things here. Because camping and summer camp are two different things. Well, it's summer camp, but for me, that was camping because I grew up in Camp City. So, you know, same thing. It's like a resort for children. Right. Well, when I think of camping, I think you're like literally going out and you're going to like, going to go with, you know, two to four people usually and like pitch a tent and like sleep in the wood, like on a campsite. What am but I like, going to do? Poop in a latrine? I don't think but so. A, yeah, but the thing is, like, a summer camp is much more of a, like, like you said, it's like a, a retreat. Yeah. Yeah, we're summer camping. Yeah. We are uh, staying in cabins. Um, I was a white arrow. I was a green arrow. And I was a flaming arrow. I mean, is that more... Could that be more spot on? hmm There was a... I went to... What camp was this? Well, let me back up. So I grew up in um, a little town in the middle of Texas. Um, If you've ever gone to summer camp in Texas, you've probably been out there because uh, there are about 15 different summer camps. It's called Hunt, um, out near the Kerrville-Fredericksburg area. But Mm -hmm. literally um, spent most of my summers, if I was not going to camp. I was hanging out at one. Um, So I took horse riding lessons at a summer camp in the winter, basically, because they had all the horses there. So they would do like lessons and stuff. Um, Not that I really needed it. I think my mom just was like, do it so I don't have to teach you type thing. Um, And then uh, we also used to always have like events out there because it was also like an event space when like people are not like what happens at a summer camp when people are not at summer camp, right? Yeah, that's a great. I mean, so much infrastructure. <laughs> Absolutely, corporate retreats. I mean, we went to one like church retreats, um, mm-hmm. like all sorts of stuff like that. But I ended up um, so right before my parents got divorced, dark time. Um, I went to this event at a camp in Hunt called Rio Vista, which, if you went to the girl side, it was Sierra Vista, um, oh. and it was no joke, three miles from my house. So like (laughs) such a retreat, real far sleep away. Like I literally could walk to my home if I really wanted to. And I thought about it every once in a while. Okay. So yeah, quick aside, this was a real thing for me when I was going to these sleepaway camps. Like usually for me, it was a church camp thing. Mm -hmm. Right. And every time I literally had no, I was so unaware of just like where I was geographically when I went to these camps is like I could have been two hours away from my parents or I could have been 12 hours I literally had no idea and like did not even know if I was still in the state of Texas Mm -hmm. so like very much different than that of like just knowing that like I could go home Mm -hmm. in like five minutes if I wanted to yeah versus not knowing if I still existed on the same plane as my parents yeah, was very scary. 
Oh, I mean, I still struggled, even considering that I was so close. I still struggled. So I went to, I went for three years. I went for um, one for two weeks. And then, oh no, I think I went for, I think it was like four weeks and six weeks or something, or like three weeks and six weeks. So I went one for the short period and I was like in the young little baby campers and I got white arrow. That's when you're the best camper in the, uh, in your cabin type thing. So everyone loved me. It was a popularity contest and I won. Um, And then uh, you also got, this is where I think, uh, you know, it's a little like not so uh, PC, but it did happen in my life and it was not my choice. But you do join a tribe, an Indian tribe. Um, Oh. And, you know, like maybe a tribe like on Survivor. No. So, and they were the green arrows which colors were green and then the Sioux, um, which were red. And then I forget what the girls were, but I think it was like uh, one of them was yellow and I think the other one was blue or purple. And I think it was like Kickapoo and Chippewa or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So incorrect. Um, yeah. But so you did that. You get to pick your tribe. It's a whole ceremony thing. And then on my third year, I mean, no, it was my second year too. So on my second year, I got nominated for Flaming Arrow, which is like outstanding camper. You know, they select a few and you get to keep the title like every year you come. So every year they come, they give you like a new bead. So you like wear this necklace. It's like, I was a white arrow. I was, you know, that like mean everything. Yeah. (laughs) And then- So something maybe we haven't considered about summer camps is that maybe they are cult. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's talk about the ceremony, which is what, what let me into this, because uh, this was probably when I started to realize like how gay I really was. So the flaming arrow ceremony. So you all go down to the river because it's kind of this amphitheater kind of let's facing. Let's go down the river. to the river to oh, yeah. pray. They do a whole big bonfire and all of these boys. Classic camp bonfires. All of these boys come out in Indian headdresses. No. Yeah. Um, they're all no. kind of, they're all holding like kind of tiki torch type things, like flaming torches. Sure. Right. And they are in tribal council. Long cloths with no underwear. Like I can you're see the joking. full exposed hips. Dead. Tyler, you're joking. No, no, no. It gets better. It gets better. Oh my god. I couldn't no, I couldn't have survived that as a kid. I I never had literally... to wear one. I never had to wear one because uh I something happened where like the next year or no, it would have been my third year. So the next year I would have gone, I would have had to dress up like that and like initiate the new members of um, the Flaming Arrows because it is kind of like a secret society. So you get to meet during like nap time or or um, like you get up and have like late night hide and seek that's only for the Flaming Arrows or like late night dodgeball or stuff like that. So uh-huh. you got to do all this kind of like aside stuff. And oh. So, but the initiation is, so they bring you in and um, they all, literally all of these boys come up. So they all have these arrows, literally like flaming arrows painted on their chest and their body. And they come up and they rub it on you. No, I, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yes. And like, there was, oh this, my God. there was this one boy who I had a huge crush on named Mark Fickman. I cannot find him. 
I don't know, but Mark Fickman, if you're out there, I still dream about you. Um, but he of was the one that did do. it to he me. He rubbed his naked body on Yeah, me. so he's the one that did it to me. So he rubs the, the paint on you. Um, you obviously take off your shirt and rubs the paint on you. And then we went to go play silent dodgeball. And so, like, basically, it's kind of like... Um, dodgeball, but silent? Yeah, so dodgeball, but silent. But it's like the newbies have one of the old guys like holding them. So they're like directing them so that you have to like work together to play dodgeball. So the guy behind you is kind of like giving you quiet directions on what to do, but you're throwing or like playing the ball. So the whole time he was just behind Tyler. me, like, <laughs> Tyler, like whispering is in my anybody ear. Anybody that went to this camp straight now? Cause I don't think so. No, it was I the weirdest think thing. They are. Um, I don't think oh, anybody that went to this camp is still straight. I remember. So we didn't have the third year I went, we didn't have the ceremony because it f- <laughs> flooded. And there were so many rich kids that I didn't realize how rich they were until their parents helicoptered them out. What the fuck? Yeah, literally sent helicopters to like get them out. I just like, cause they were like, uh, it was like the last like week or two or something like that. They're like, we don't know how long this is going to act. If you want to come get your kids, you absolutely can. But realize that you can't get through the river. You know what I mean? Because it's like low water crossings. So they literally sent helicopters to like pick these kids up and take them home. That's where I had my first girlfriend too. What the hell kind of people are these Mm -hmm. that like decide to send their kid to this camp so he can get naked, rub his body on another guy, Mm -hmm. like wear a loincloth, which can I just say I would have had a boner and that yeah. would have been not good like what I mean, like, did ever did you ever see anybody get a boner while they were wearing well so no so the way the long cloth works like, is it kind of like it goes so you're like wearing this like belt of string and it goes yes. up down the skin like over the butt in between the taint and then up over the package and then comes yeah. back down so you kind of have a sheet in front of it yeah. so you still have like two layers of like thing but like unless i'm like vividly forgetting something like i remember seeing like their full exposed hips so right like that's what i'm thinking like if there's a if there's a rope around and there's just a piece of cloth going under Mm -hmm. and then back on top like there is nothing on the sides yeah but uh i also was like always like the superior (laughs) camper because they had like the horse riding and so you had to take a test to like ride a horse and like like bits like here's a photo of me and my horse younger than that. And they were like, you have to take this test. So to get on this horse and like walk him around the barrel. So I did it and I did it so fast. They were like, Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't see. We have to do it again. I was like, okay. So I did it again. And apparently like, and I look around and kids are like struggling. Like they could not get the horse to move. I'm like, the fuck is this? So I got put with all the like, basically all the campers that were about to like age out of camp. And that was like my riding class. So it was just like me and a bunch of like, like 15, 16 year old kids all like riding around doing shit, going into the river together. Um, But yeah. One of the, one of the camps that I went to (gasps) was uh, Camp Lone Tree. Uh And at the end of the week, there was a like, there was a little rodeo. Mm-hmm. just kind of like an actual rodeo um but like during the week everybody had had to pick like one event that they wanted to do for the rodeo and i had picked 
me and my friend picked uh, lassoing. <laughs> that was our event mm-hmm. for the rodeo. Uh, and it was just, I mean, it was lassoing like a hay bale that had a, had horns attached to it. That was fun. I, I feel like I was not, I was pretty decent at lassoing. Yeah, we tried that recently. I don't know how good I would be at now. Um, so another camp that I went to mm. and Andy went to, mm-hmm. I'm convinced mm-hmm. that we went to the exact same session. Cause like, unless they just repeated this multiple times, like your experience oh, with it. They definitely did. They definitely did this every week for like multiple summers in a row. So we went to. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Being um, somebody that worked at that campsite. Oh my God. Where, so this was out. So it was kind of out in the hill country, out where I grew up. I, I actually think it was closer to my first home than where I was, but it was like an hour south on like 290 or something. Yeah. I think it was one of those like summer camps or it really was just like a rent out for retreats type situation. I'm not quite yeah. sure the rooms were horrendous. Um, well, I remember like lots of bunks to a room. Mm-hmm. I don't um, remember showering when I was there actually. Mm, oh, but I do remember showering at Rio Vista. It was open air uh, was. showers. And one time I like went to was. use the bathroom at night and then there was like one of the camp counselors in there like showering and I definitely <laughs> peeped. Um, cause he was just alone and he was like singing and shit. I was like, Hey, <laughs> anyway, hey. but I don't remember showering at Camp Eagle. I Maybe uh, I didn't I don't remember what the, I don't remember what this is. The only, the only camp I remember was showering at a camp. Right. Same. Cause the only camp I remember showering at <laughs> noticed the use of air mm-hmm. quotes, um, was one time. My dad and I did a father-son retreat at one of the pine coves. Mm. Do you ever hear Pine Cove? Uh, I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big on the DFW scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember because, like, <laughs> uh, they had kind of a double curtain system for the showers. They were individual mm-hmm. showers. Like, there was a curtain and then like the little area where you, the like dry area and then another curtain before the shower. And I did not feel comfortable with that. Mm. I did not want to take my clothes off. And so I took my shirt off and was just kind of like sticking it (laughs) into the shower and like washing my hair Uh so that I would at least look like I showered. Yeah. Uh, and my dad just like poked his head and was like, Hey, are you done? Like, and I was like, caught red handed, not showering. I was like, This is not okay. <laughs> I, this is why I'm not showering. I need privacy. Yeah. There, uh, well, after that flaming arrow ceremony and they rub the paint all over your body, it's like oil paint. And so then, of course, you all have to go shower after staying up late, playing this dodgeball, covered in this oil paint. And so then all of us were in the showers together. And, like, the older guys that had already been through it were like, oh, you have to use this. And, like, if you rub this on, like, it'll, like, get the oil off. And I remember one of them, like, 
was like grabbed this you have to use like shampoo and he's like see and like grabbed it and like rubbed it down on me and i was like the worst the best with the worst anxiety yeah but anyway this is oh man camp eagle was one of our church camps that we went to this was probably two years after my last year at rio vista um so i want to say i was like 15 14 something like that yeah it was i think it was either like freshman year of high school like Mm -hmm. maybe late middle school but yeah I will say there were a lot points of that camp that were fun. Um, Like I did love getting out and hiking, even though I didn't wear sunscreen and I definitely got lobster red, the most severe sunburn I think I've ever gotten in my life. Um, Yeah. um, There was one day I feel like where we just like had like we made pool noodle swords or something and Mm -hmm. had pool noodle fights. Mm-hmm. Did you have the rave? Rave in quotation mm. marks. So there was one night. So it was. So the one kind of traumatic thing that Andy and I bonded over. Right. Like and, there's only one takeaway really from. Actually, there's two takeaways really from this camp. Yeah. Uh, the first takeaway is that there was an entire 24 hour period where they made you. Um, Starve? What was the word they used for it? No, not Sacrifice. no, not fast from food. We had to fast from speaking. Oh, was that a different camp? That? I think we did do that. I yeah. didn't do it very well. No, no, nobody did. No. Um, there was yeah. So like, that was the whole thing with the hiking. I think was you got up to the top of the hike, and then they gave you a bracelet with a a nail on it like jesus would have been nailed to the cross with and they told you that you weren't going to talk for 24 hours i do think i remember this and i think the reason i got out of it is because i got so fucking sunburned and i was in so much pain and i was like (laughs) i need help i need creams (laughs) i need need lotions yeah i need aloe but but you're right Uh, so no, because you don't talk for 24 hours. And in that time of not talking, towards the end is when they bring you to the place where you're going to sleep. Which is a dumpster. They call it a, they call it a slum. It's a, they straight it's a up poverty it a simulation. It's a poverty simulation. And they bring you up there because you can't talk so they're like you can't no talk, telling I think you, you can't talk on the way there right yeah. yeah you can't talk on the way there so no one can tell anyone if they know what's happening and so right. they bring you up into this woods uh, and that's why I'm like this has to be like a repetitive thing because they built this whole little village of like right they built a little shanty trash. town yeah trash and literally just like all the scraps of anything that they had were like okay, put up there literally I found a piece, like a big piece of fiberglass insulation and was like, wow, I found something big and comfy to sleep on. And like, if you've ever touched fiberglass insulation, it is tiny pieces of glass that will get embedded in your skin and itch and sting. Yeah. And like, you shouldn't have just let kids 
sleep on that. Yeah. And they were basically like, hey, you guys, like, this is where we're going to stay for the night because we want you to be able to experience what other people experience, which like I get, but also like I'm a child. um, And I was like, I was not, I was having a panic attack, but you know, I watched enough Martha Stewart. I was like, I can make something out of this. And I swear to God, I did. I had like the best decorated little shanty of anybody. I had a whole bed ready. I was, I spent the time like collecting things for pillows. I had a blanket set up. Like I was ready. And then then they were like, at a certain point, they're like, okay, now it's time to go find your food. Mm -hmm. There's food in this dump. Uh, And you just have to find it. And so like, then it's a scavenger hunt to find basically it's basically an Easter egg hunt for packages of rum and noodles. Oh no. We, ours was totally different. We really, yeah. So we weren't there at the same time. So maybe they got complaints Mm -hmm. about the ramen noodles and upgraded by the time I got there because we didn't have to hunt. They just made a whole bunch of white rice and a whole bunch of cans of kidney beans which I personally love, like one of my favorite, like quick go-to meals. I love red beans and rice, but like quick little canned beans and rice. I was like, fuck y'all. I am, this is great. You know what I mean? Like this is my jam. Mm. Give me a little salt, put it on there. Boom. Um, yeah, no, they were like, find as many packages of ramen noodles as you can and we'll boil them up and that's your dinner. Yeah, no, we didn't think God we'd have to do that. Or if someone did go hunting for our food, it wasn't yeah. me. I was too busy like building a home for us. Um, yeah, you're a homemaker. I was a homemaker. I'm a um, hunter-gatherer. But, uh, and then I remember, so then like late at night, I want to say like 10 Yeah, o'clock, they, they, let, like, uh, they let night fall and yeah. they are like, okay, time to go to bed. You know, this is where we're sleeping for the night. So get used to it. Mm-hmm. They let everybody fall asleep. Yeah, and then I feel like it was more like midnight. Yeah, I think they yours was in. the first round, and they got in complaints and uh, adjusted by the time they got to me. Literally, literally, we left this camp, and our church leaders, because they like that's the thing about this. It was like a bunch of different church groups all there at the same time, but they mm-hmm. all brought their like their own youth group leaders. Yeah. So like, it's a weird hierarchy of like people that work at the camp, and then like youth group leaders, and then campers from all these different churches Mm -hmm. but yeah uh, when we left there they were like so should we ever come back here and we were all like absolutely not uh yeah because they came in at like midnight with like they were like banging pots and pans oh my god on megaphones i forgot about that it's time to go you gotta get out of here right you're right Oh my god. Acting like it was some sort of like emergency like evacuation situation. Um they like I f- almost feel like they were hooded. Like they There's just got to be some kind of lawsuit <laughs> that happened. Created a panic in these children to like usher us back to the pavilion. And then we all sang our god is an awesome god and redevoted our lives to Christ. What? <laughs> so no, what happened? So what happened that was different for me, and we are way over on time, but this is important. Um, we'll cut the next one, Char. I don't care. But what happened is, so they sent us back, and I, be honest, I think we just went back to bed, and all of us were like, the fuck was that? So we all just went to bed, 
And then when we woke up the next morning, they were like, you can have your breakfast now, but you know, Wait, for they lunch, let you go back to sleep after the, they got you back from the shanty town. But, you know, I think so. I don't remember us going they back us to have the an chapel. entire fucking worship service. No, I don't think we went back to the chapel, but the next morning, of course we had it. Um, and then we had breakfast and they're like, you have the option of like giving up your lunch and coming eating this like ramen noodle rice stuff. And See, all, the, remember that happening. all the money that would go towards your lunch will be sent to people that are starving. And of course, all of us were like, yeah, that's easy. And the ramen noodle stuff was good. Um, and then that evening, we had the like rave where they had like a quick little dance party in the chapel um, with like glow mm. lights and black lights and like pumping Christian music and shit. Um, for like mm. it was literally like a 30 minute party and then th that was it and then yeah i honestly feel like i block out a lot of that because like i remember some trauma <laughs> lots of trauma like i remember some i remember being in the chapel thing pavilion um i remember my friends that i was I with harmonizing have vivid memories of the pavilion yeah. and just like I mean, it being just like a really moving experience because like, oh, look at all the stars you can see and wow, we're all here and we're dead tired because you just dragged us through this poverty simulation, woke us up at midnight and dragged us back to, back here. So like, of course, I'm going to be emotional and want to redevote my life to God. Yeah. Fucking assholes. Oh my mm. God. But don't send your children to camp people. Okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> I think it's time we're going to take a break. And we'll be back with Pod Q and Gay. It's going to be a shorter one because this went over. But um, there's obviously a lot of really important things that happened to us at camps. I, I will be down with going to like a gay summer camp, but like a real gay summer camp, not like just an orgy party summer camp. Like that's not really what I want, but like either way. Like I want to go do like crafts, you know? Okay. We're <laughs> right back. Hey. Whale, whale, whale. Here we are. Survivors of Camp Eagle. Making a life. Doing the most. Class of O something. Mm -hmm. I also forgot to mention that at Rio Vista, the first summer camp I went to, we got a baby zebra and they had a naming competition to name it. And this is so early. Oh my God, I was going to pull out the... I, have a, I literally have a photo of me from camp there and I'm adorable. Um, but... Uh, we had a competition to name this zebra and this is so like 2006, but the name that won was uh, Froshizi. Froshizi. Or Froshizzle or something like that. <sighs> Froshizi the zebra. It was like back when everyone said like easy peasy Froshizi or whatever. Are you so sure its stupid. name wasn't like Horny McStuffins, because like this is the horniest camp I've ever heard of. Oh my god, it was so crazy. There's a lot of cool stuff. I do remember like going and digging up turtle eggs and like watching them hatch and shit. I spent a lot of time in the crafts and the animals were in the same place, so like mm. I just spent a lot of time there. It's like animal care. I learned I learned how to ride a bike at a summer camp. Interesting. Camp Lone Tree. Mm. Oh, I do also remember my favorite was midnight or like after dark capture the flag yeah those that was always the fun because we took over the whole camp and like 
It was just so much fun. And I also think there was like some kind of like Halloween thing that they did one time that was like everyone got costumes and shit. Yeah. I don't remember. At the at the father son retreat we went to, we def- there was definitely like a late night capture the flag, but I think it was more like with Nerf guns and like it was more like covert ops mm-hmm. themed. Like it was very very cool. Uh, I mean, there were definitely good times to be had at summer camp. Zip lining, those giant swing things. We had the blob. Oh, the blob. Mm-hmm. Well, that was it. I think that was at Camp Eagle. I'm no, this sure. one, well, I think we had it both ways. I think I knew what to do at Camp Eagle because we already had one. Yeah. But, but like, was, anyway. Sky um, Ranch? Did you ever go to Sky Ranch? Mm-mm. So I went only to Rio Vista, and then I grew up literally like one property away from Camp Mystic, which a lot of people know Camp Mystic is a girls camp. But like every summer when I was home, I would just hear them chanting because, you know, they always get out there and chant, right? They all have their like, where they, um, the big thing to do because it's the hill country is usually every camp because they all have the tribes, right? Or some kind of group. Mm. I'm sure they've renamed them, made them a little more PC or whatever. But you all have your own hill. And what you do... On like your where you separate into those tribes is you go up on those hills and you chant back and forth to each other. So like if mm. you're driving through the hill country, you can mm, see the Rio yeah. Vista and Sierra Vista hills because that's where the signs are. So you each go up and they you kind of like you know it's kind of like cheerleading is like Zuba Zuba who are you you know blah 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 my and they like yeah. you know say it back or whatever. So like just my every like summer I just remember being out there and just hearing them chant. But um, Camp Mystic was right next to me. I took my riding lessons at Camp Waldemar, um, which is also Camp Stewart. I have heard of Camp Waldemar. Camp Waldemar is the girls. Camp Stewart is the boys. Isn't um, Camp Waldemar also the name of the camp that they go to in Parent Trap? It's possible. Um, it's not the same one, I don't think. Um, and then uh, I think there was also Camp Lahana as well, which was right on the river um, that we did a lot of things at. Um, and then uh, Camp Honey Creek opened after an, after some disagreements, I think, with uh, Camp Mystic. So it was kind of like some people went to Honey it Creek. Was Camp recently. Walden. Oh, very close. Um, but yeah, so literally so many summer camps out there. Like yeah. literally um, land of summer camps. One, that one of my classmates went to that she always talked about it because she went there every fucking summer and always came back and talked about it. Because I feel like she always won the I Am Third Award at Camp Canacuck. Oh, I've heard uh, of Canacuck. My, uh, my niece and nephew have gone there a few times. Yeah. And it's like, one again, one of the like, I feel like all summer camps are cultish, but especially the ones that you go to year after year. Yeah. Where, so she like always won the I am third award and, you know, because it's like God is first, others are second, I am third. And so then remember that campaign, the whole I am second campaign, she would always get so annoyed at I am second because, you know, it's like, no, you're third. Anyways. Anyways. Um, Okay, I'll start. So I asked the people you know, share me your summer camp stories or your camping stories, you know, being out 
in somewhere like that situation-y thing. Tell me. Um, the first one, I said, I saw my counselors getting naked in the bathroom to get clean from gym. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Because we had like the, so the first um, cabin I stayed in had its own bathroom because it was kind of like a quad cabin for the for the younger kids. So mm. the quad cabin had like like you know young youngs, young youngs, and then kind of secondly youngs and then secondly youngs. So you know not quite ready to be on their own, but it was a lot of the two weekers because it was easier to change out that than the other ones. Um, and then a lot of the rest of the cabin shared like a bathhouse, which was like toilets and um showers all in one so like if you went to the like bathroom, a gang shower yeah oh totally like a gang shower um so if you went to the bathroom and if you used the urinals you were just like standing in front of the showers so it's like great um <laughs> like i said especially at night when you had to go to the bathroom because that's when a lot of the counselors would you know be like okay the kids are asleep i'm gonna go like shower or yep. you know <clears throat> um mm. but they also would get like uh like counselors night out a lot too so this became something that i loved later in life but counselors night out they would all go to criders which is a rodeo in hunt and it's literally the only thing to do without driving into like actual kerrville but Mm. so a lot of them all go there and like after i was older i loved going on counselors night out because it was like all like slightly older really attractive guys a lot of poop shell necklaces you know like hanging out imagine. at the dance hall shooting a lot pool. of guys whose camps na- camp names are like that yeah or that yeah and mark fickman um so like i would go because i was like friends with the owners of creditors or my family was and so we just like hang out and shoot pool and dance and uh mm. like run around and we had like that i i was a camp counselor one summer mm-hmm. and it was just for like a one week program for um kids at this one really underprivileged school in fort worth and it was like super hard cuz these kids were like i mean they didn't come from a good background and they were really hard to handle. And so like we had kind of, we had counselor debrief every night Mm. (laughs) of just like everybody get together and like talk about all the wild shit your kids did that day and like eat ice cream sandwiches and like you actually get to relax for once. Mm. Definitely nice. Um, this one says having sex in the woods. Good for you. Don't get a splinter. I don't know. That... It's kind of like having sex on the beach. Like the idea of it's romantic, but the logistics of it just seem like a nightmare. Right. The second my bare skin touches the nature. Yeah. I don't want an ass full of nature. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I don't want an ass full of nature. <laughs> no, Put thank on a t-shirt. You. Uh, yeah, it's just like, it, I, I don't like it. I don't like being, you know, maybe that's one of the things I don't like about camp is being dirty. Yeah. I don't like it. Uh, this one says 
camped with a straight friend during the night. We kind of spooned, but he's straight though. I've definitely like when my straight guys that I'm like really close with have like, if we've gone out drinking and I'm like, I am not letting you drive home. You can sleep on my bed. You can sleep on the couch. You can sleep on the floor, but you're not driving home. They always choose to sleep in the bed with me. And we definitely spoon. That's nice. He doesn't, he'd move though. So I don't see him anywhere. <laughs> uh, this one says when our campsite got visited by a family of bears at 2 a.m. <gasps> the wilderness kind, not gay bears. Oh, well, that's depressing. And that's horrifying. That honestly, 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 that honestly. is the reason I won't go camping. Cause like, I'm not, I, the thing is I grew up in the country, so I'm well aware of what's out there. Right. So like <laughs> I've seen coyotes, I've seen bobcats, like right up, like literally like right across the fence. Like they can't get to me cause there's a fence, but like right I'm standing the there fence. and like, there's, there's a coyote like ready to come at me. I remember my dad going out to shoot him cause they'd scare the horses. So like. I'm not like, I'm not down for this, like being in the woods. I'm all down for glamping. Cause like, that's a site, you know, set up, whatever mm-hmm. seems a little more, but like, I'm not out there to try to challenge. No, like angry buck, you know, <laughs> not <laughs> sure. here for it. I don't want to have to yeah. put my food in a rope and hike it up a tree. Like that's a lot of work. You know, I saw that a lot in TV shows. Um, I've never had to do it myself. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Not, not, not. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll go camping. I don't know. <laughs> That's a future me problem. Um, Absolutely. But currently, we have reached the end of our show. Lovely. Uh, what a fun time we had. What a fun adventure. Um, I love resussing old trauma. Um, just digging it up. Uh, can't be cool, man. Can't be cool. Um, but if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at homos modern life. You can follow me at Andy from boy story. Mm-hmm. If you love you some watch cast, you can follow our other show at HML slay queen, a Buffy the vampire slayer watch cast. And you can follow HML political hookup. If you want your political hookup biweekly. And telling gay. you all of the things that go go on in gay politics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you can also buy our merch, 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 merch. Cubby old titties. Haven't said that in a minute. Uh, at HML Shop. Hey, look at Andy's uh, shirt. Today. Yeah, you can uh, send us an email. Uh huh. Was modern life at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. None of you do. I sit here waiting every day. I check it we every day. I would like someone to send me an email, please. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know how much aggressively so I need to say it. His, his inbox is so empty. Yeah, flood my inbox, bro. Stuff his um, box. You can visit our website, www.homosmodernlife.com. It's full of homos modern life. Content. Content. Uh, if you... <clears throat> if you want to send us your hard-earned dollars... And make them our hard-earned dollars. I you, you were can say nudes. <laughs> nope. Nice you can uh, you can send us a cash tip uh, mm-hmm. on Cash App. Mm-hmm. Dollar sign Homo's Modern Life. 
Yeah. Tip your queens or whatever you call us. Those dirty sluts. Someone Oh, who's honking? Who's honking? You know, they can't all see what I'm doing in here because it's dark outside and my lights are on and my window's wide open. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Wait. Hey. Um, but that's it for our show. That's it. Fare thee well, my children. Sleep tight. Stay safe. Don't breathe amongst other people. Just hold your breath. Don't sleep on fiberglass. Don't sleep on fiberglass. And don't go to camp people. Bye. Bye. This has been a Homo's Modern Life production.